Welcome, welcome. I am Raven. And I am Reed. And you are listening to Animism Now. Animism. There's lots of ways to describe it and talk about it, and there's many aspects to it. But one could simply describe it as the reality of an ongoing conversation, interaction between all kinds of beings, all the beings here on this planet and beyond, and that includes viral beings. So during this time of COVID, what might the viral beings be expressing or saying or sharing with humans? That is the question. Read. Thank you, Raven. Yes, in this age of COVID, what, what might the viral beings be communicating to humans? Now that it's been approaching two years of our consideration of COVID-19, this comes up as we are fatigued by the long struggle. What, what message might we take away from this past time of quarantines, lockdowns, sickness, sadness, grief? What is the message of the viral beings? Well, it was two years ago when the Chinese began to notice a new form of pneumonia. And as I was taking note in the news over the month of December and January, as it increased, the Chinese locked down a city of 5 million people. And I had never experienced this. I had never heard of anything like this this quickly. And as the weeks unfurled, hundreds of millions of people were locked down and the viral beings made their way around the planet and came here and our lockdown in the United States began on Friday the 13th of March 2020. So since that time, we've gone through a whole gamut of emotions as individuals and collectively. And now we have a, a bit of a chance to consider what is the message of the viral beings? Well, first off, viral beings are essential. Every cell has five to 10 different types of virus that has the potential to infect and disrupt the cell's organization. Now, these aren't necessarily destructive acts. These are a planned movement towards replacement. And many times there's advantages conferred by, by replacing cells at a particular time of their life cycle so they don't go on too long and cause problems. So when we consider infectious disease, we need to remember that 70% of infectious disease comes from domestic animals and animals kept in captivity. These are called zoonotic disease, diseases of association between humans and animals. And these occur all the time. So what was so different about January 2020? Well, as the researchers delved into the challenge, 
they are pretty confident that this particular viral being did not exist before 2020, that, or 2019, that this viral being came about because of a too close association in a horrifying manner with bats and possibly pangolins. The bats were harvested for eating and were captives in a wet market in Wuhan, China. The virus in the bats jumped into a person. And this is not a rare event. Viruses jump species all the time. The, it becomes a problem when once they're in the human population, they can jump from human to human, no longer needing their original host, in this case, the bat. So what is the message of, of this event? Well, cruelty. Humans have been very cruel to other than human persons. All, the whole spectrum of interaction of humans and other than human persons is marked by cruelty. We're in the age of the sixth extinction. There has never been as great a loss of biodiversity in such a short time as we are currently experiencing. And because of this, in one aspect, we might consider the time we live in to be a time of cruelty. And the viral beings are reflections of our behavior. And now that we have seemed to come up with a, somewhat of a solution in the form of vaccines for the major infections, we are also experiencing the viral beings mutating. As they replicate, they mutate. They're looking for a new chance, a new chance to expand their range. So has the cruelty stopped since the beginning of this event? It doesn't appear so. And will this be the last incursion by viral beings into the well-being of humans? Probably not. As more and more of the forests of the world are destroyed and the animals are forced into a closer and relationship with humans, a sickly relationship, the viral beings are jumping back and forth. And inevitably, once they get into a human, they have an opportunity to infect another human and become a new form of manifested cruelty. Kindness might be somewhat of a palliative measure that we can all engage in. We may be able to limit the effect of the viral beings on our own self as well as our loved ones with acts of kindness. So in this age of the expression of cruelty, we have the imperative, the kindness imperative. And we can begin wherever we are at this very moment. Be kind to those around you. Indeed. It almost seems that the, the web of life is trying to teach us a lesson 
again and again and again over the last centuries about what not to do, meaning how to not be cruel and insensitive and disregarding and torturous, really, to other than human beings, especially the ones that we as humans have decided we want to eat or contain or tame uh, control. It often doesn't go well for us. So there's two options. One is to get harder and to get more sickly and to say, well, it's good enough for me. And the other is to stop, to slow it down, to focus on kindness, compassion. Uh, What is that uh, biblical saying, something about doing unto others, something like that? Anyway, may we learn eventually that what we do to others, other beings, other people, not just human people, tends to come back on us in some unfortunate way. Thank you, Reed, for bringing this up. It is very important at this time, especially because this just keeps going on and on, uh, partially because, well, vaccine inequity, but also because there's people who feel like it's not their problem to think about anyone else. And as we see, that doesn't generally go well for us or anyone else. Until next time, this has been Animism Now. Be well. Thank you, Raven.